This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Well, the number's 412-919-1316. It's me and the ninjas going at it, having a good time on a Monday morning because the when best you beat time. the Browns, yeah, the when you beat time. the Browns, everything is good, right? All right, let's move to, we got the phones because we got Ed from Cleveland. Uh, we were just there. Ed, how are you doing? Oh, how, how could I be any better, son? I, I'm punched. I call you punched. That's where I'm at today. So, hey, hey, Ed, it's okay. You know, I've been called a lot worse, my friend. <laughs> well, listen, man, I didn't. I wasn't so sure. I tried to call you guys Friday to see if you guys were going to be anywhere, and I couldn't get through Friday. And then I tried to call again this morning, and with the boys in the in the studio with you, I didn't think I was going to get through. But anyways, you know, happy Victory Monday. What a, what a place to be and live on a day like today, guys. This yes. is a great city. This is a great city to live in today. Let me just tell you that. Oh, I bet you're beating your chest yeah. extra hard today, Ed. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, a little bit. You know, the guys the guys had the Browns, uh, or excuse me, the Steelers dead and buried since last January. Ben is an old noodled arm quarterback in this city. This team is going to be the, going to the Super Bowl. You know, I tried to tell them. I, I know, I know, I know a Super Bowl team. I've seen eight of them in my life. This is one of them. That's what I tried to tell them. But I don't know that we are or not, guys. But I just know we won. We won yesterday, and, and that's great. You know, it's a great way to start. Absolutely. Uh, What's the city like? Yeah, What's Cleveland like today uh, in the aftermath? Dreary gray. They're, 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 hey, you know, I, I I start working at at six in the morning, and uh, this is a somber city. I listen to the local local. Um, uh, your radio honks, and they're all talking about, you know, the Browns beat themselves. We didn't beat them. You know, our offensive line isn't improved. We're still, you know, they're beating themselves. They're hurt, you know. And I try to tell everybody, we're all hurt, aren't we? Is the, don't we have injuries, too? Where are we missing Ebron? Where are we missing somebody? I don't know. Oh, uh, we're losing yet. Where are you at? I, I'm sorry. There you go. Okay. Here. You're good. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Uh, anyway, you know, I, I look at this town, and, and you know, they're just not the team that they, they believe they are. And, and I don't know that we're going to go to the Super Bowl, or I don't know they are. But I just knew I knew we had faith, and I knew we could still beat this team. Anyways, I just want to get on to game balls. Number one, I, I, I do want to give uh, uh, Schobert a game ball for, you know, he, you know, this is a team that he looked to play for. He was playing with the Browns. They, they didn't want to pay him. You know, they don't want to make him one of the higher-paid linebackers in the league, so he right. left for Jacksonville. And, uh, you know, so I'm sure he had a little bit of that inside of him wanting to win. So that's why I want to give him one on the defense. And then on the offensive side, guys, I want to give it to the line. The line is playing better every single week. You know, yep. we knew we knew going into this season that they weren't going to gel in week one. But they are starting to gel. And maybe maybe something can happen for as far as playoffs. But anyways, I'm right. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm high today, guys. I, I, I feel like a did some kind of uh, drug, but it's what I call a Steeler high. <laughs> that's know? right. That's and, right. And, make, and, and, make a declaration there, brother. No problem. Yeah, and that's what it is. And you know what? I don't have a lot today, guys, but I just do I, I do have a W. So that, that's all I really got from behind enemy lines. And, and uh, I'm just glad that old cowboy went out, just out of this town with one more win. So 
good good for him and give him a game ball for that. So thanks guys for taking my call and I'll just let somebody else get in. Absolutely. Have but Ed, one. one thing I'll say is we went into town there and we went by where the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame awards ceremony was going on. And I will tell you oh, the that's same right. thing. This was this weekend, right? Oh, it was huge. Yeah. They were everywhere. I mean, it was all over the place. So we pulled into town there. We went by there, and I yelled out, and I said, you ain't going to be the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame until you put Joe Grusecki and the Iron City House Rockers in there. Amen. Now, that's what, that's <laughs> now you're talking about having a Hall of Fame worthy <laughs> Hall of Fameness. Well, well I, I sort of tweeted at you guys, you on, on a, a Saturday night. I, obviously, you never answer tweets. And I wanted to see if you would be in town so I could introduce myself to you, but... You know, I'm sorry I didn't. I don't know how to tweet or whatever. Do you even know you have a Twitter account? I don't know. You do have one. I do? Yeah, you okay. do. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you, Ed. Appreciate you, brother, so very much. That's, you know, that's so funny because um, I don't understand tweeting. And the guy, one of the guys that um, uh, helps book me for when I do speaking Made an account that, for you. Yeah, he did did that. And, you know, I was just like... We ain't putting nothing on there controversial or nothing. Hey, I don't want. I forgot that it, it it is up there. You know, yeah. one thing that he brought up that Cleveland talk shows were saying is, "Oh, we're injured. We're really injured." They were very healthy for the most part in this game. Uh, at least, let, let me rephrase that because they were missing Peoples Jones and they were missing Hunt. They were healthier. They were healthier yeah. than they were supposed to be, though. They got their line back. They got their number one running back back, yep. and they got their number one quarterback back in this game. So, and Odell Beckham Jr. played. So, yep. they of course dealt with some injuries, but let's not make them out to be the San Francisco 49ers of 2020, where like 12 guys were on IR. I mean, they still had some pretty key contributors return to the lineup in that game. What I was surprised, Jarvis Landry dropped a couple. Got He's stripped of one. Usually, Mr. Short a couple. Hands. I mean, he dropped yeah. a good amount, especially when it mattered most yeah, in the fourth he, quarter. But he's he's normally, in my mind, at least, he was always a, a very dependable no, wide he, receiver. He is Mr. Dependable. He's a, for he's them, a tough yeah. guy. You know, I mean, I've, I've watched him over the years. You know, he's not afraid to take a hit. He's not afraid to give a hit. You know, I mean, uh, and so I was a little bit surprised when he dropped a couple of uh, wide open shots. And he was the guy that Schobert stripped the ball yeah, from. Yeah, exactly. So his so. ball security was very suspect. Yeah, I, I'm surprised by him. And Odell Beckham Jr. was nothing. I mean, he, he's not one done target. Anything. Was it one target? One yeah, target. it was that over was the it. middle uh, late in the game. I, th- I believe the Steelers got called for a penalty on that play elsewhere in the in the play. It, 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 I think it was a decline penalty or something. But it was a over the middle shot. It would have been at the Steelers' five-yard line if Odell catches it. It was a bad pass, though. I mean, I think Odell was open. It just airmailed him. So those two, ever since he got to Cleveland, they are right. not able to get on the same page. Yeah, they just don't. They're not. I mean, they're the production of the tight ends: Austin Hooper, Harrison Bryant, and David Njoku. All is, three of them. All three of those guys equal just about equal the same production by the wide receivers. I would I would say more so at this point because really the only Probably. receivers you have available to you if you're Cleveland are Rashard Higgins and Jarvis Landry and Jarvis Landry made some big mistakes so the tight ends were really the hero I mean heroes who still lost the game but they were the ones who were making significant catches. Well, Kareem Hunt was the leading pass catcher for him. So you got your running back as a leading pass catcher. Your number two guy, I think, was David Njoku. And that's so bizarre to me because you got pedigree at that wide receiver spot. Yeah, you do. Landry yeah. and Odell are good yeah, receivers. It tells you something about not getting the ball downfield. And Peoples-Jones, who was out in this game but is usually healthy for them, and Higgins, those are two th- 
or those are pretty good three and four options too. Like it's a good receiving core in Cleveland. Yeah. Jones had a, had a good game against the Sealers last yeah. year in the wild card game. It's it's weird that they don't use the receivers that much because they're it's a solid core. Well, you know, it's kind of funny. You go in there and you whoop them, and uh, you know, Kevin Stefanski was on the sidelines. You know, I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, there was a lot to be made when they said that uh, Stefanski stayed home in the playoff win last year. Um, I don't know. Maybe he does better out of the bunker. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he does better when he's watching on the TV monitor. I don't know. I think Stefanski's done a lot of good stuff in Cleveland. I he's think they've obviously... got a, They finally have a pretty good coach, a coach. there. Yeah. yeah, I got a the feeling. The quarterback, we don't know. Yeah, that's a, that's a little bit different. But here's the thing about it. The stability that uh, a good head coach provides. I mean, look what Mike Tomlin does. Oh, my I God, mean, yeah. that's it's unbelievable. But you give him time. You know, you give him time and you let management work around it. But you give him time to change the culture, change the people, and install your sort of mentality, your your sense of what you know, a productive winning is all about. Yes, and it, it changes things. You know, and that's give what, them stability. That's why I think some Cleveland fans get a little too far out in front of their skis because, yes, on paper you're there. You finally have the team that you can look at on paper and say. I can see this team lining up against any other 31 team in the NFL and coming away with a victory. But you got to learn how to win, right? Yeah. Like, you have to learn. And they've good start last year beating yep. the Steelers, getting that first playoff win under Baker's belt, and then playing a really good game in Kansas City in the second round that you ended up losing. But you got to be able to build off of those things. You got to be able to take that next step now. And unfortunately, right now, it looks like they're taking a little step in the wrong direction as far as learning how to win these big football games. And, you know, adversity is against you with some of the injuries you're dealing with. And this is an ugly football game. I mean, 15 to 10, it was it was no Picasso out there. But you got to learn how to win those ugly football games. And that's, I think, the next step that Stefanski and that team needs to take for them to really think of themselves as Super Bowl contenders. Because right now... I see them maybe being a playoff team, maybe winning a game, but I don't see them sustaining success for three, four wins in the playoffs that'll get you that trophy. You know who was amazingly silent yesterday? It was Jadavian Clowney. And that yes. was big for him to be active. Do you right? know the only time I kind of remember his name being mentioned was it was a busted run play for the Steelers, and Najee Harris was looking at, best-case scenario, a loss of three or four, and it was because of Jadavian Clowney. But... Najee Harris was able to stiff arm a guy who's twice his size. Yes, he eventually went down because there were more Browns reinforcements. It was Jadavion Clowney. He got the initial penetration. But Najee Harris stiff armed Jadavion Clowney and had to be taken down by an extra three or four guys. Something we've been repeating to ourselves over and over. If you if you are an imposing defense, you're gonna have to send more than one guy if you want to take down Najee Harris. And it's especially it, it, it's especially impressive when the guy that they sent the Cleveland Browns did to stop Najee Harris was Jadavian Clowney, and he couldn't stop it. Yeah. That was the only time I really remember his name being mentioned. He showed up with two tackles for a loss in the box score. Very quiet two tackles for a loss. Yeah. I think that you, one you came can't really, against Najee Harris. Yeah, like, you, I think you, he was attributed for it. You can't really pinpoint them and say what a big time play that was so. yeah i you know miles garrett gets the you know the overwhelming amount of attention and it's it's well earned of course you know Clowney, i think he's got some great athleticism great athletic tools but 
I, he just does not. He's not as productive. And Miles that's why Garrett is a fearsome competitor. And they went out and spent some money on Clowney because they needed yeah. that Robin to go with their Batman. Oh, absolutely. And, and he's three and a half sacks so far this year, and he's good against the run game. So I don't want to say he's been a disappointment. Obviously, he was playing through some injury yesterday too, but he's definitely been not what they were hoping they would get from him when they signed him in the off season. I don't think absolutely. there's any question about that. No question about it. Look, that. Uh, uh, I think he could he could be a handful on a day when he feels like playing and he feels good Agreed. and everything else. You know, I mean that's there's no doubt about him. He's got that speed, that quickness, uh, that ability to to shake things up. But uh, again, when you bookend him with a guy like Miles Garrett, you expect all right a little bit more production you need out of him because of the fact it's the same thing with you know Alex Highsmith and and, and TJ. You saw it with Bud you know? and TJ. Bud didn't really start to take his steps forward in the NFL until, until TJ, TJ got around. There. Right, yeah. right. But let's also remember Bud didn't get a sack until last week. Without TJ you know? there. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean? Now he's the TJ for Tennessee yeah. and things don't go as well it's usually. It's not quite the same. Yeah. yeah, it's a little bit different, but it's like Mike Tomlin said, TJ doesn't need anybody else. No, he does not. You know, he's one of those guys <laughs> that is just that good. He's as touch can we used to say he's that good and i think one time i stumped tunch we were doing a show and and he was paying attention to somebody off it was a tv thing and he was paying attention to like somebody give him a countdown to, to close right. out the segment or something like that so i said well what do you think about this guy and he goes he's that good and i went I got you. You don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> You're listening to somebody else. <laughs> I, I, busted I busted him so bad, which, you know, it's my 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 little victories were few and far between with Chaluch, you know, because he, he 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 was one of the best at uh, pranking people. No question. I mean, back in oh, the day. Oh, he's a prankster. Oh, we we know. Was, we worked with you guys when yeah, we were coming exactly. up here. We know he what was a like. great yeah. prankster, man. He was one time he called me. Um, and uh, he he pretended to be uh, one of the the coaches and called me early into training camp, and I oh that's great oh and I and I didn't know I didn't recognize the voice at first because he disguised his voice a little mumble or but back like in that, the day yeah. we used to come back you know if the rookies would come a week into training camp early before the veterans and they'd have a week of doubles but if you saw like a run in a position of injuries like the offensive line. They might call you in early, like, you know, instead of reporting on Thursday. You mean if might, the rookies were getting injured yeah, in that position? Yeah, you might be, you know, like uh, Monday or Tuesday, they might call you in rather than Thursday reporting. And you don't want that call. No, right? you don't want that call. <laughs> you stay away from the phone. See, back in the day, we didn't have cell phones. You know, yeah. the only thing get you is a phone. And he called, and I was just like, I was like trying to make up any excuse I could think of. I'm not in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Like... I'm not in Pittsburgh, although I'm in, that's my phone number in my apartment, you know, right? But I'm not here in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts laughing, and all of a sudden I realize who it is. I was like, oh, I hate you. <laughs> but then there's that relief, and I, I you don't have really, to go in early. Yeah, yeah. I, I really don't have to go in early. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, all right, it's time for break. We'll be back with more. The number is 412. 919-1316. Tell us about who you give a game ball out to. This is a Game Ball Monday, Victory Monday. Have a Donut Monday. And we'll be back with more after this. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Well, it's me and the two ninjas, those ninjas, as we like to say. 
Um, hey, but how about yesterday? We didn't have Tacos uh, Tuesday. We had Taco Sunday. Taco Charlton. Taco yeah. Charlton. Got, yeah, got in a Getting little involved. sack. Now Chris Wormley on that sack, huh? Yeah, that was nice. It was good to see some of the guys coming along and getting themselves uh, in the sack race there and doing something. You know, I like it. Isaiah Bugs did some things yesterday I thought uh, were good. Uh, Wormley played, you know, well. Um you know, defensively speaking, again, you just – I can't say enough about the, the ability of these guys to get their fits and stay there and get the job done. It really was a special day defensively speaking. Oh, absolutely. I love Taco Charlton stepping up too. I mean, he played 10 defensive snaps, had some impact on those 10 defensive snaps. And what does Mike Tomlin say constantly? We don't want hostages. All the stuff in the news this week about Ingram wanting out and he doesn't end up playing because of the groin injury and – I don't even think he was there in the stadium for the game. I know I saw Ebron on the sideline. I don't know if I saw Ingram. If he was there, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't want to accuse him of not being there, but I heard he wasn't. But this is an opportunity for Taco now. Sure. Because the guy in front of you is deciding, you know, maybe he's not all the way in on this season as he once was. Now you get a chance to step up. And we're talking about a guy with pedigree here. He's a former first-round pick and just never really panned out like that in the NFL. But he's still got some talent. And his back's against the wall now, so well, I'd a, like to see some more Taco, I think, next week. I, I think he should get a hat again against the Bears. Well, you know, there's no doubt in my mind. Look, you got, you're got you surrounded by guys like Cam Hayward. Now, Cam is a motivator because Cam is one of these guys that he leads from the front, and he's one of these guys that also is uh, big about uh, mentoring younger guys, you know, and he helping He takes that captaincy up. seriously, oh, yes. very seriously. And Carl Dunbar is one heck of a, a defensive line coach and does a good job. He's brought uh, – He's brought our man Isaiah Bugs a long way and helped him to be a contributor. So, you know, there's 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 a reason for Taco to try to get himself going here and and really lock in because I think there's a lot of supportive people around him that would like to see him succeed. And like I said, I think he's got the pedigree that yeah. he's not going to be, you know, a world beater. I don't expect him to recapture some of that first round kind of level of play, but He's a guy that can get you a sack here and there. You He's a guy that can know. get you a tackle you never for know. loss. I'm, I'm one of those guys, you know, you Maybe love the story, he catches you the spark the again. Yeah, yeah, you just never know. But I do know this. We got Lincoln in Seattle, and we're going to go out to a little, all the way out to Seattle, Washington, to talk to Lincoln. Lincoln, you're in the locker What's room, What's he on, brother. line two or three? Let me know. Uh, I don't know. It's the one on top of there the you other. Go. Yeah, there one. we go. I got him. Okay. You there. Hey, Lincoln, you there, buddy. Hey, Wolf. It's good to hear, good to hear you in the been a while and um um it's been a while since uh you know tunch you absolutely know, brother think about him every nope. single day yeah we know he's in a better place amen he's brother. with jesus man don't don't worry he's more alive and and happy than he's ever been in his life yeah this is my this is my first time calling ever since darren so um uh, your loss yeah, yeah. is all of Steelers so Nation's I, loss. Uh, we all lost there. Uh, he was such yeah, a wonderful I, guy. We loved him. He was a dear brother, and uh, I miss him every single day. I'm sure you do. Uh, he, uh, I do too. And uh, but just to say on that, we know that he's in a better place looking down. Right. I think he. Hey, uh, what you do, Wolf? Did you teach these guys how to block now? <laughs> no, that's all Adrian Clem, brother. You know, you just watch them. That did a great job. That's uh, the Clem maniacs, I call them. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
you know, across the board, they did a great job and came through. And what a, you know, because the rushing attack was about as subtle as, as a frying pan to the forehead. I mean, you know, they just came out and they bludgeoned. It was a great job of moving people, which is what people movers do, you know. And I thought that was an exemplary job of getting the job done by those guys. I, I remember you guys were saying about the pad level. Uh, it was like bring, brought up a lot last year. Right. So I guess they have, looks like they have improved on that, I guess, on well, the pad level of um, – they're coming yep. off lower. Here's the thing about it. Under and up wins. It's all about leverage. You know, for a guy like me back in the day, I'm 6'1", and you play against a guy like John Matuzek, who was 6'10". Hey, <laughs> you know, leverage <laughs> is your friend. Absolutely. You know, now, arm length may not be, but, but leverage. In the run block, yeah. When you when you come off and you and you, you fat guy roll around on the inside there, um, it's, it's definitely, it is your friend. And they did a great job with the low pad level. They got their head across the front, blocking down. They trapped. They did all kinds of stuff, and I just, I was greatly appreciative of it. I've, I've talked long about uh, Adrian Clem, and that I believe he's the man for the job. He'll get it done. I think he's establishing his personality and his um, desire for the technical work that these guys are doing, getting it done. And let's see where it goes from here. But I like, I like this uh, step upward. And it can't be forgotten; these weren't some average Joes that they were going up against. Right? They gave up 80 yards per game on the ground heading heading into this That's game. That's a great point. The number two rush defense in the NFL that they really played well against all game long. Absolutely, great it, point. And they, did a, they did a real good job. And welcome to the ninjas. And welcome. To- <laughs> oh, thank you, Lincoln. Thank you, Lincoln. <laughs> you know it, Lincoln. We got our ninjas, baby. We're doing good. Good to hear from you guys. I just had two questions, and that would be it. Um, James Washington and um, to it. You think that they? Um, you think can James can get more involved, or is it just does he? He's not looking, you know, at practice or something. No, or? he's a very hard worker at practice. I will say this, uh, Lincoln, He's no worries about him. He's not an attitude guy. There's not a, a shred of a problem with him. It's right now you're seeing the emergence of Ben Roethlisberger finding a second guy that would be Pat Fryermuth. Uh, he's locked in with Deontay. It's a, you know, you, you're getting a lot of targets there. I think he had 13 targets yesterday, did uh, DJ. Um, Fryermuth is just another guy that there's this great rapport being developed between the two. Uh, I wouldn't worry about it. James is going to, you know, fight his way through this and he's going he's a valuable member. He's still yeah. got games to show and turn up and we'll see where we go from here, but he's nobody doubts, uh, his abilities to get the job done on the field. No question. Former Blitnikoff winner. He's, yeah. he's got pedigree playing at Oklahoma state, but I think what you're seeing more with James Washington Lincoln is a kind of a shift in the way that the Steelers are going to attack offensively. They're not going to go with a lot of three wide receivers anymore. Gentry, and Fryermuth got a lot more snaps in this game than James Washington, and I think that's just something you're going to see moving forward as they shift more towards a run-first so, yes. offense. Multiple tight ends, we've been talking about it. So, What was the yeah. second question, brother? To it, right? Oh, yeah, Stefan to it. Hang in there tomorrow. We'll, we'll get an update from Mike Tomlin at the press conference. Um, we don't know. You know, I, he said it wasn't imminent last week, and that's unfortunate because we surely – Surely could use oh, yeah. the, the uh, playing ability of a stuff onto it. Oh yeah, I heard about his brother being 
Yes, uh, it was killed in a hit and run. Yes, is. unbelievable. Yep. So is that what's kind of like? Uh, we don't know. We only know that they're surrounding him with love, with support, um, and that oh, he had great. knee surgery and you know a period of uh, what weeks ago, months yeah. ago. And uh, so he's recovering from that, and they say that uh, he's, you know, doing everything that they expect of him. So we'll just go with that and um, yeah. just know that I, I do know this. When the Steelers surround you, they surround you. They make mm-hmm. sure you're not alone, and, and, and I can speak to that from personal and uh, from observational, um, you know, being on the outside looking in. I see. Um, yeah, just uh, what was the other one I had to ask? I can't remember now. Okay, James Washington, you had Stefan to it. Anybody else? (laughs) Anybody else? Yeah. Oh, um, just uh, the game ball, I got to give it to the rookie. I mean, I give it to all the rookies. Yeah, which one? I mean, they were all great. Yeah. They played like veterans out there yesterday. I mean, mean, someone doesn't say much, but uh, louder milk, but uh, he's filling in. Is he filling in? a sack, yep. Is he filling in Twitch's place or no? Loudermilk is getting to be impressive, you know. I mean, they projected him as a guy who needed a couple, three years. Yeah, this was going to be a redshirt year. For yeah, him. and uh, you know, we're seeing more of him. Another one man's misfortune, another man's fortune. Carlos Davis down. Isaiah Loudermilk has taking, got an opportunity taking to, advantage of yeah. it. Yeah. So we'll see. But brother, you're right on the rookies. You can give a game ball to the rookies because the rookies are contributing yeah. a lot. Hey, uh, uh, God bless your brother, and uh, God bless the ninja. And, uh, <laughs> you betcha. I, uh, I hope I get to talk to uh, Max sometime. Yeah. Absolutely. Certainly. Stay tuned because the poor guy, he got his uh, flight got canceled coming out of Cleveland. There's some shenanigans uh, going on yeah, there, Yeah, I right? think it's little, conspiracy. Some brownie fans yeah, are a little extra salty. Canceled, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they were a little bit mad because uh, they lost. So they're going to, yeah, do everything they can to make it a uh, slow progress back. <laughs> Absolutely. Thanks so much, Lincoln. Hey, Appreciate you calling in, brother. God bless you, brother. Take care. God bless. You betcha. 412-919-1316. Let's roll on. We got uh, Seattle. We got CR. CR, how you doing, buddy? You're in the locker room. Hey, what's going on, man? CR, I feel like this is Chicago and my sidekick. Go sidekick. Hey, good morning, guys. Welcome to the party, ninjas. Juan. <laughs> is this Juan? See, Tom, yeah, see, Tom, Juan. you guys, Tom doesn't know that you guys have been doing this. It's a conference it's call. It's a tag get, team match it's now? It's a conference call we get going there on. There we go. Wolf so we got all five of us. Juan and CR. Now we got five, right. Yeah. Hey, well, Tom, you and Jacob, especially you, Tom, I, I like you guys' show on the weekend. Oh, especially uh, me. Thank you. Especially Tom. What the, what the, <laughs> no, he's spot on. No, CR's spot on. Thank you. <laughs> well, uh, it's, it's, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's, three, uh, it's three of you guys who used to be on the show, and, uh, you know, it's the next generation. The first generation is two old fogies, <laughs> and then the other generation is, is Wild Wild West, and now you guys are coming along. So, hey, man, don't give it up. We, we appreciate you. I just would like to have more opportunity to talk to you. I've got uh, I've got Jacobs. Um, I sent him messages, but anyway, I'm gonna let my boy. Yeah, he's got me on Twitter. Okay, yeah, I got you. So I'm always sending you something. So anyway, um, uh, a yeah. game ball for me. I'm gonna go first while, while I got the line. I'm gonna back off. Um, I'm gonna give a game ball to um, the O line. Somebody already said these guys are really coming together and working mm-hmm. together. 
It's going to take a little bit more time. I appreciate that. And I know, I know the old folk, he's, he's an O-line kind of guy. Mm-hmm. My other game balls, like I said, to the, to the defense, they had four sacks. And I'm uh, and my biggest game was gonna go to Ben because I believe that was his last win in Cleveland. Uh, and then a 50 yard catch and run by DJ and a sack by Lala Milk. Okay, uh, go ahead, man. I'm I'm back out. All uh, right. So yeah, with the game balls, I'm going with the O line, and then um, I'm gonna piggy bank off what um, Lincoln just said. You gotta give it to the rookies because the rookies they stepped up pretty good yesterday. With us being the first game in Cleveland. All right. Did we lose Juan? Did we lose? We lose you guys. Juan, you there? No, we here. Okay. Yeah. It just abrupt. I'm sorry. He it was, was just, just done, abrupt. Wolf. Yeah, he said what he done. needed to say. Uh, now we're supposed to talk. My yes, my problem. My my bad. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Good stuff. I was just checking some stats and taking a look over it. And I was just, what I was really excited about was the fact that Loudermilk, again, is contributing. Wormley was in on that. I love all the rookies, um, man. You know, I the, love all the rookie love the rookies, that everybody's getting. Yeah, yeah. The rookies did a nice job yesterday in a very unfriendly, hostile environment. Oh, yeah. They came through in a big way. And I got to tell you something, man. I think, I think Friermuth is just scratching the surface of what looks to be um, a real. A real nice career coming up. Throw Najee's hat in that ring, yeah. too. I think yeah. he's oh, just no scratching question. the surface, too. But there's something about yeah. this kid, Friar Moot, yeah. that just, wow. You like go, hmm, it's something. That's something they've been missing for a while. Yeah, ever yeah. since a Heath retired. Heath, Heath and Moot. <laughs> now we got Moot. Yeah. Now we got Moot. <laughs> I, I, I like that comment you made about, about um, uh, the, trying to take down uh, Harris with, with one person. And uh, that boy's dangerous, man. And he just he just learning how to make this thing work, man. It's a good thing that Ben is there with him. He's also getting a lot of uh, input from from Bennis as well. Comment. Well, uh, the obviously thing is, you know, it's not just Ben. You know, it's the other people around, the other veterans around. And Najee is just one of those guys. I think he's a high quality dude. You know, what yes. I mean, when you talk about a guy who spent uh, some time in a homeless shelter growing up, then returns on the day he's drafted, he's Added a homeless <laughs> shelter, hand it down. Hey, it says something about your heart, something special about the man you are, and uh, that's why I'm a big fan of his because it's obvious he's got the athleticism, the talent, and all the the key ingredients to be a great pro. But he's also got a heart for other people and pouring life into other people's lives. That says something about you. And his football IQ is just yeah. off the charts for a rookie. That's that's why I love taking anybody from Alabama Wolf. Uh, Nick Saban's <laughs> oh, got them yeah. in a pro you mentality. Nick, Saban. Like, Nick you know, Nick Saban was on the he was on the I staff at sweet. Syracuse when I was there. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, how was, about that? He was a coaching assistant. Nobody knew the greatness that was gonna be Nick Saban. He got you to the pro he, he didn't like plant anything in you at that point. He wasn't no, Nick man, Saban no. enough. No. So you missed out. I, it's you know, like, what, what, what's I the missed point a lot on a lot of things. But he's he's got those kids ready to play in the NFL. I think oh, you're, yeah. you're seeing Always. it in New England right now with Mac Jones, a quarterback. Those guys come out of Alabama, and they are pro-ready almost every time. And Najee is no exception. Absolutely. Anything else, fellas? Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got a couple more things. I'll let you guys pick your bank off. Or so, um, but the head on Ben, that should have been rough in the past, and then with the fake field goal. I, I like the fake field goal. Some people didn't like it, but I love it because the only thing I didn't like about it, Boswell got hurt because you got to think about it. You know, t- coach like the two-for-one. We would have scored. It would have been 10-3. Then we come back out, get the ball first. And then the um, holding call for on Isaiah Bugs, the Cleveland guy, he was holding Isaiah Bugs. 
He's right on that one. That was holding on the offense. I don't know why the refs called it on Bugs. Bugs I didn't see it. Bugs had his arm. Um, the or the Browns guard had his arm wrapped around uh, Bugs, and I, the refs must have just had a bad angle and thought it was Bugs who had his arm wrapped around him. Or I something. just don't know. I've never seen or maybe rarely seen a holding call on, on the a defensive line. Lineman, yeah. Very rare. Very yeah. rare. Yeah, you're not going to see that too often. On a run play, nonetheless. <laughs> right. Like what? What? What's what's the damage going to be done on defense if if you're holding and the guy's already like moving down the field? It's just very rare, very questionable. I Thought agree. I agree with you there. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, Tom Jacob, we had 13 calls last week for 112 calls this this, this year so far. So who rides? Who rides? We, we ride. ride. There you go. We're out of here. Lovely. Thanks a lot, fellas. Appreciate you. Numbers 412-919-1316. We got enough time to go for another call, or we got to go to no, break? we got to go. Okay, we got to go to break. We'll be back with more. We got Mojo Man. We got Wallace. Hang in there, fellas. We'll be back to you after this. In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. To quote the great Stubbsy, who used to work in the locker room back in the day at Three Rivers Stadium, you got to hook it up strong, man. All right, we're going to hook it up strong. Final bell lap. Hook it up strong. Absolutely. Wolf, no Starks, and Dos Ninjas. Here we go. We got, let's see, who do we got? We got... Uh, Wallace in Ohio. Wallace, you're in the locker room, brother. Talk to you today. Thanks for squeezing my call in. And hello to the ninjas. But, hello, uh, Wallace. Oh, good, Jacob. sir. Uh, I like your show, too. But uh, good to hear all of you, especially on a Victory Monday. Uh, Wolf, we've talked about uh, the movie Count and the Barbarian before. Right. And Arnold. Arnold. Yes. <laughs> Get to the, the chopper. California, California. He asked his God to give him revenge. It was so sweet. Revenge was great, the was end. it not, Wallace, mm. huh? You got to love that. living here an hour west of Cleveland to hear the lamentations of the women. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played, just, brother. I'm just so proud of our boys today. Uh they showed up at First Energy Stadium like men going to work, and the Browns showed up like 10-year-olds going trick-or-treating. Got a point there. Wow. You got a point. They, you know, First Energy, with, uh, First Energy became yeah. Factory of Sadness once again. It, it did. It certainly did. And uh, as far as game balls, I think I, I'm having a hard time with that, but I, I think I'd like to give one to Dan Moore. Mm, I got a bad great choice. choice. I think he kind of held his own against uh, Mr. Gentle Peeper there. <laughs> the Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper, Gentle Peeper. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at, you know, anytime you get a victory over a guy like uh, Miles Garrett, and let me tell you, there were some close calls. Uh, Miles was playing hard. Dan Moore. He got a sack. A, it's going to happen. He got a sack, and there were some yeah, pressures yeah. in there. But, you know, here's but the thing about it. A, a rookie tackle only gives up one sack against that guy. Yeah. Well, just remember this, too. Yeah, remember this. There were a couple other close calls, but this is what is important. Dan Moore is going to learn from this. He's going to be better from this, okay? When you well, play a guy like Miles Garrett, you're going to learn some lessons, and that's what he's going to learn. Oh, 
exactly. I always say, like, you can't be a boxer unless you get in the ring and take some punches. Good and point that's what by he you. Did yesterday. Absolutely. So I'm just so proud of him. Good deal. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you, Wallace. And Appreciate I you. Hope you call back sometime. Appreciate you, brother. I will. All I will. right. Take care. Numbers 412-919-1316. Let's go to Mojo Man. Mojo, how you doing, brother? Wolf, long time no talk, man. It's been a while. Uh, how you guys doing? How's the ninjas today? Uh, we're loving life, loving buddy. It. Victory Monday. How could you not? They're scrappy as uh, all get out, let me tell you. Hey, Wolf, do you think your brother up in heaven there? He's up there with Myra Cope calling these games or what? <laughs> <laughs> I know the tunch hit. I, this, I, as I said, he hit the gates of heaven at a full sprint with a lot of hallelujahs <laughs> and high fives, man. So let me tell you something. My guess is he looked at the big man and he went, hey, you got my microphone and headphones set up? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, get my game ball to the defense. They did a really good job of keeping Stephen Brown to where they're at bay. Uh, I'm not too impressed with Dan Moore because Ben got too many hits from that side by my by Miles Garrett. But, again, the way you guys are talking, I have to say he did a better job than predicted. And I'm telling you, Najee's the real deal. He's really going to hit that. He's really going to make a, a, a name for himself on his team. And hopefully he's a Steeler for life. But there we go, guys. I well, think the Steelers are going to do something this year better than they did last year. Well, I appreciate That's, it. And you know what, Mojo? Just keep the faith, brother. You got to keep that mojo running downhill, man. That's what it's all about. That's right, man. (laughs) The Mojai and I are all together, Grandmaster. I'll talk to you later. Have a good one. All right, man. Thanks so much. We appreciate you. You know, I I don't know if they're a Super Bowl contender, but they're definitely on the right track to get a, a playoff a spot. Playoff now. spot. That yeah. was a huge win against Cleveland. You, you. This was a swing game. If to you fall, drop this one, it was a high, or it was a deep hole to dig out of to get to that playoff spot. Now they're in the seven seed. They control their own destiny at this point. It's, it's, it's super far away to say that, but they're on the right track. Big, big win. If you lose to Cleveland, you fall zero and two against the division. Yes. Man, that's going to be tough. This is unforgiving. You still play Baltimore division. twice. Yeah. Cincinnati, we know they lost to the Jets last week or just yesterday. But how about that? Yeah, it's, is that that's like football. You? The you know, you know, you know when when that game ended a little bit after ours did, and Tom and I were in the in the production booth uh, doing the post game coverage, and I look at the TV, I go, Tom, like, what's going on here? He goes, That's football, baby. Yeah, that's what it is. You <laughs> that's just, true. Week by week, you never know, and. You know, it's it's crazy because the two wins that the, the Jets have this year are on the <laughs> Bengals and on the Titans. They beat Go really figure. good teams. They can't beat the bad ones, though. You know, you think about it, it's truly any given Sunday. No you doubt. Know, that's, that's why I always say, you know, when, when, when people would write us off, you know, back in my playing day and everything like that, you always knew that you had a puncher's chance. You know, I mean, that's... You just never know how the game is going to turn Well, there's out. there's a talent gap for sure between the best teams and the worst team, but it's not that big of a talent gap. I mean, these are all dudes. You know, this ain't like college where you go out and you play some Division three school or something like that, and you're going to win by five touchdowns every single time. The, the Jets, the Jags, the Texans, they're, they're pretty miserable football teams, but like you said, there's any, any given players. Sunday, some great players can make some pretty big plays and win you a game. You look at the teams surrounding that seventh seed, the sixth seed, and the wild card, and you got to say to yourself, man, when it comes down to it, if the Steelers are in it, I, I might have to go with them because they got a guy named Mike Tomlin. They got a guy named Ben Roethlisberger on their team. And when you compare yeah, that quarterback coaching duo to the others who are in the hunt there, none of them have that pedigree. None of them have that 15-year 
streak of non-losing seasons, of, of constant winning, of, of constant toughness that those two guys do. How confident were you guys at one and three? Not confident at all. I, well, I got to be honest, I really wasn't. I was not either because also at that point, the, the Bengals loss seemed like it was a that it was going to be one of the few Bengals wins on the year, right? You thought the Bengals were going to win five games on the year and it was going to look like a bad loss. So I was really not certain. And the Packers game, I mean, to lose against the Packers isn't devastating. But the way you lost, right, with the block kick being called back, that could have propelled you. That could have been the Kickstarter to say, you go two and two through the first two. Your two losses are bad, but you beat the Packers and the Bills. You got to ride high from that. But it didn't happen, and I thought just because of that, that could have been the, the, the punch to the gut that really sent this team down a bad spiral. But it, it didn't. And looking back on things, yeah, those were two bad losses in the moment against the Raiders and the Bengals. But as we work our way through the season, the Raiders are 5-2. and two. Mm. The Bengals are 5-3. and three. The Packers are the Packers, six and or seven and one now, the best team in the NFC. The, the Steelers have, don't have the a. The Bills have only lost one game since the yeah, Steelers. The Steelers do not have a bad loss on their schedule. No, they don't. You know what's interesting to me was I thought that um, the Browns were better than the Bengals when I first saw. You I know, think everybody, did. everyone day. did. I mean, everyone, you know, I, 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 everyone I was, was thinking I was the Browns could win the division. Yeah, and it's it's just funny how things. The one thing I, you know, Chalucha, I always think about his. The one thing he used to say all the time was. The NFL can turn in a moment. Oh, my God. You know, the landscape of the NFL changes weekly, monthly, and even daily. You know what I mean? That's just the way it is. All it takes is one key injury, and all of a sudden the whole season can be turned around. Tell, that, yeah. tell you know, that to Tennessee with Derrick Henry. Yeah, good point by you. I mean, think about that. Derrick Henry. They're the number one seed right now, and they probably are going to be without the most important player to any team in the NFL, I think, is Derrick Henry. He was my MVP Value to the Titans. He, he he's that whole team. Yeah, I mean he was. You talk about a leading rusher. I mean, this oh guy, my God, I, I I saw a thing, a stat on him. He he had like a seventy plus yard run the other a couple of weeks ago, and he hit like twenty two miles an hour. He was the fast, fastest guy in the fastest league. Guy in the league Are you season. kidding me? You can't be that big and that, be that fast. I know that's like that's not fair. No, <laughs> I mean I couldn't hit that if I drove off the edge of the Grand Canyon. You know, you timed me on the way down. Thelma you know? and Louise style. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> in overtime, right of that Colts Titans game, there was a tackle for loss by a Colts defender on Derrick Henry, and he got up. He was. Pounding his chest, hyping it up to the fans, saying, let's go. You know, this guy's nothing. We can stop him. And Tom and I were looking at each other like, that's a big dude. He's like, yeah, that's Derrick Henry's size. And I go, except for the fact that he's playing on defense and Derrick Henry is actually that guy's size and getting the ball and running 22 miles per hour. Yeah, that's amazing. That is just amazing. Battle for Ohio, though, this weekend, Wolf. Sunday when we're off because we play on Monday for the Steelers, Browns-Bengals, 1 o'clock. This it's a, is going to be a big. big game for Where's both teams. I think it's in Cincy. In Cincy? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Browns that's could gotta really. Be a, that's got to be a big rebound game for both teams. Well, listen, the Browns, if they lose that game, they're, four they're in five. a pretty deep hole now. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen with Baker this week. He came through the game, right? Yeah, he played the whole game. Baker versus game. Burroughs. Look out. I like Burrow in that one. Yeah, I do too. All right. I want to thank you, Jacob. I want to thank you, Tom. I want to thank you, Wolf. Yeah, come thanks. on. Thanks for welcoming no, us. Are you in. kidding me? You guys can do the show without me. I can't get do the show without you. Guys. Open. We're, we're on a two show streak <laughs> I here. Know. Boy, don't, absolutely. don't let us get hot. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> the ninjas, they're getting scrappier by the day. Folks, we want to thank you so much. It's a Victory Monday. Go out and have a donut because that's the only way to, good way to celebrate a, a Victory Monday is with proper donut. Yes. Proper donutization. See, that's, there that's, it is. that's highly technical it is. term. There's, highly there's technical the wolf, term. There's the wolfification of the English language <laughs> that we've been missing. Indeed. Fellas, again, thank you so much. Folks, we'll be back with uh, back tomorrow, okay? Go Steelers!